I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Hello, I'm Alison Larkin, writer, comedian, narrator, and host of The Jane Austen Podcast. Join me as we embark on a journey through Austen's timeless stories, starting with Pride and Prejudice. The Jane Austen Podcast with Alison Larkin is available wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Let's Get Civical. This is the podcast that breaks down politics, government structure, and dives into the context of current events, but in a super fun way. I'm Lizzie Stewart, comedian, feminist, and political junkie. And I'm Arden Walentowski, former Senate intern, campaign staffer, and political strategist. In this episode, we're talking about the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. So grab your weather report. And let's get civical. with us. I don't know what's going on. I don't usually do this part of the show. I you were just doing it. You were just doing it and I was just uh, I'm beaming. Yes. Uh, it's you're always so polite. That's what I love about you is when you when you take the intros you're always like, "Oh my gosh, it's really nice to see you." It's really just it's good to be back with you. I feel very at home in your presence. And just, and thank you. <laughs> and thank you. It's it's the caretaker in me, I think, that just wants to, like, nurture and lift yeah. up yeah. all of the listeners. And there's like a, hey, how are you? Yeah, gentle check-in. What's going on? Yeah. Well, hey, hi, and hello. Welcome back to Let's Get Civical. I'm Lizzie Stewart. And I'm Arden Walentowski. And this week, is, we have Earth Day. Earth Day is this week. 
That's exactly the sound the Earth makes. Exactly Huge the trumpets, lots of trumpets for Earth Day. <laughs> Very exciting. Huge, huge, enormous trumpets. I mean, the Earth, she deserves it. She truly We literally would it. not be here without her. We... <laughs> she deserves some celebration. <laughs> you know, it's... We always talk about, like, the planets, right? And what the planets are up to. And if, you know, what's in retrograde and what's up to no good. Ah, uh, yes. This is going to sound crazy, but I forget that Earth is a planet. She is. She, she is. In fact, is. A She's planet. a full planet. She's a full-ass she, planet. She is a full-ass planet. She has water, land. Oh she gives God. us life and yeah. nourishment. And oxygen. We, and oxygen and food and all of that. And we should be so grateful to be on her. I am. Mm -hmm. Every day. And we should be kinder to her and learn so more about much her. We're yeah. very, very rude to Earth. And mm -hmm. on behalf of all humanity, I'm so sorry. So sorry. Caress the grass today and just let her know that she is loved on Earth She's Day. She's loved. She's mm -hmm. loved on Earth Day. So yeah. in the spirit and celebration of Earth Day, we decided to take a look at a, what do we call this? A... a government entity yeah it's an agency an agency thank you that's that's yeah. the word i was looking for yeah at an agency that literally when arden suggested it i said what <laughs> is that <laughs> i was like let's do noah and you were like Casca mm, say Noah. Don't know her. Casca say. <laughs> well, at first I was like, did she mean to say Nola as in New Orleans? And I was like, right. why would we do New Orleans? Like, why would we do New Orleans on Earth Day? Arden, I think Arden. you're losing your touch. No, but fully Noah, which stands for the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. And yeah. it's a full-ass agency that exists. Yeah. That does stuff that we're going to talk about. Yeah. She might be like one of my favorite administrations. Like NASA is definitely oh, at mean, the top. I mean, there is no other woman but NASA. There's, no, NASA is. But this is like, I feel like they're compliments. Like NASA, we study the sky and the planets and things in the space area. And Noah is like. The water and and weather patterns and climate. Yeah, it's, it's all the things that, that fully affect do, us. All the things that fully affect us on a day-to-day -day basis. Day-to-day. -day. Yeah, so that's what we're talking about, y'all. That's what we're talking about. We're getting we're getting in there, and we're gonna teach you, and by you I mean me, what <laughs> this agency is, does, where she's been, and how she's gotten here. And I'm excited. And again, this is all in celebration of Earth Day. Please be kinder to the Earth. Recycle. Do all the things you know you're supposed to be doing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Et cetera. But I, I'm going to just go through the motions of asking you to tell us about today's sources, even though I do see that it's just the one. <laughs> <laughs> so do you want to, would you like to go through today's Sorsha Ronan sources? <laughs> yes. Today's Sorsha Ronan sources. Whew. Tongue twister today. Um, it, it's all coming from Noah herself. Mm. It's just all coming from that website. 11 different links, 11 different <laughs> things that I pulled from, from the website. Because this was quite possibly, and Lizzie, you will appreciate this, 
the most helpful, robust, mm, of course, clear, it was. fun, mm. yes, government websites I have been to, and we've I been to some like real kickers. But we've all been to in some all, doozies. Like, <laughs> we've been to some doozies, but this was great and like very clear to understand. They're like, we get it. You don't know who we are or how we spend your money. Let us tell you, and they let us were, tell you. It was great, and they had like parts there's like a whole section about their history that we're going to talk about like the different things that they're responsible for i thoroughly enjoyed the time i spent on noah love it i'm excited to 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 learn to be in her presence really Mm -hmm. and truly yeah so if you will just be so kind as to kick us off with the question on everybody and by everybody i mean my mind what is noah (laughs) What is NOAA? So NOAA, like Lizzie said, stands for the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. So it's not NOAA like a boy's name. Mm-mm, no H's. There's no H. It's NOAA, N-O-A-A, National Oce- Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she is an agency of the U.S. government that enriches life through science. Oh, my God. That's... They're like, what do we do? What do we do? I think we enrich life through science, honestly. Absolutely. And they did not shy away from that claim. Go off. I know. Their reach goes from the surface of the sun to the depths of the ocean floor as they work to keep the public informed of the changing environment around them. Yes! From sea to shining sea, honey bunny. Sea to shining sun. sun to ocean. I'm telling you, she's super cool. She's super yeah. cool. And she doesn't get the credit because there's no movies that really involve her unless you're, yeah. you know, like NASA has their movies. I mean, yeah. Space is jazzy. I get it. Space get is it. sexy. Nobody yeah. wants to talk about the ocean, the oceanic and atmospheres. Like, I get no, it. No. Yeah, but they're like, the water is fun and the atmosphere we need for breathing and such. But yeah. Yeah, but that's neither here nor there. No. Their mission is to, quote, understand and predict changes in climate, weather, oceans, and coasts, and to share that knowledge and information with others, and to conserve and manage coastal and marine ecosystems and resources. They're doing so much work. It's a lot. That's it's a lot. We're really, that's encompassing a lot when you Just think, when you really break it down. Enough. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, enough. changes in climate and so much. And the so oceans much. and the coasts. And the And also let's share it. And let's also do the ecosystems of marine. Like, come on. Come on. And look at you go. NOAA scientists study the skies and the oceans. Love. NOAA protects the coasts and beaches to make sure the sand and water are clean. I appreciate it, especially appreciate in the you. summer months. Mm-hmm, appreciate you. They study, quote, the fish in the ocean and protect whales, dolphins, and other marine mammals like sea lions and seals. I mean, protect them at all costs. At all costs. And they do weather forecasts. (laughs) Heard of them? Heard of them? Heard of them? Ever looked at the weather app on your phone? Literally did today. Today. I needed to find out. Literally did it before recording this podcast. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, I needed to find out when I could go to the park next because you're not in New York City right now, but it's raining and it's been raining all flipping day. It's supposed to rain where I am tomorrow, which is why I was looking at the weather app. Oh. NOAA scientists do much of the work that we've talked about by using special aircraft and ships. Okay, I want to know more about the special aircrafts and the you're ships. You're going to like this part. 
They have two big airplanes that fly into hurricanes. Who flies them? I mean, is it people? No. It can't be people. It can't be people. It's got to be like, it's got to be like remote control. Like, yeah. Boop, yeah. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder what they, uh, <laughs> I know that they're actually gathering data. I know that's true. But it does feel a little Helen Hunt-like. Right. I mean, has anybody seen Twister? Like, we all know how this works. Yes. But I just feel like if I was flying into the hurricane, you would get in there and be like, yeah, pretty bad. Pretty bad. (laughs) And then you would leave the hurricane. Like, I think it's what feels like a five. I mean, I wouldn't want to be in it if I didn't have to be. No, I didn't. I don't like being on the ground when they are around. You don't like the ground? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But I'm obsessed with the airplanes. Obsessed with the airplanes. Noah calls them hurricane hunters. Okay, sure. On the nose. We love to see Mm -hmm. it. Noah has three kinds of ships. Some ships sail across the ocean to study weather. Others catch fish. So scientists can see how many and what kinds of fish are in the ocean. I fucking want that job. I I want, like, I don't, like, sure, send me off on the ocean to, like, Yeah, but I'm like, what are they doing? Just, like, casting a net in the middle of the Atlantic? Like, (laughs) like, what's over there? Yo-ho, (laughs) yo-ho. I was like, for me. (laughs) Oh, look, salmon. Yeah. I mean, good gracious. Okay. Obsessed. And then their third type of ship, they also have ships that map the ocean floor so that other ships can sail safely. So they're like, where's... Where's the ground? Where's the ground? ground? Where's the ground? But I'm like, you're in the ocean, right? Like, the ship isn't close to the ground. You know, like, it's, there's some space between you and the ground. I mean, it's helpful to know where the ocean floor is, obviously. But I'm just like, I think we're safe from the ground. (laughs) I think that's the least of our concerns. We're not going to fall to the ground of the ocean floor. We're not going to run into anything. No, but there are like other, like, I think, I think A, it's just interesting. Like the way that we sure. look at planets is just interesting, like an interesting endeavor to do and like kind of like existential. What's out there? What's out there? What's under there? What's, what's in the in Mariana there? Trench? Like what's going on down there? Where are the giant squids? And can Where are the we giant kill squids? them all? And you know what else is down there? A lot of fucking ships. That's true. There's a lot, a lot of, of ships. ships down there. A lot of ships have sunk. Yeah. You think we would have given up? Well, I think that's why we have Noah now. Like, they were because they were like tired okay. of the ship sinking. And they were like, wait, hold on. We've got to. Like, there needs to be an agency to investigate this shit. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. I hear you. I Look, yeah. I want to know what the bottom of the ocean looks like. I think we need to know what we're, what we're dealing with. I think it's very, very, very dark. Yeah. I mean, why would it be light? There is none. The light doesn't permeate that far. Correct. Okay, scientists. <laughs> I listen. I've seen Finding Nemo. I understand. We all have a mm-hmm. documentary, if there ever was one. <laughs> Seriously, the NOAA officer corps are scientists who drive the ships and fly the aircraft. We've been talking about, so they have their own like, like core officer group. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the next time you see a weather report on TV, have fish for dinner, or vacation at the beach, you should think of Noah. I will. And give them a little shout out. Just think of them. In your brain. Think of them fondly when you say goodbye. Be, goodbye. Be grateful. Remember them once in a while. Promise me you'll try. Mm-hmm. From the great poet Andrew Lloyd Webber in his masterpiece, Phantom of the Opera. 
<laughs> I was like, what are you quoting? I know. I was like, she's not getting at the fact that no. I'm fully quoting Van of the Opera. But then it hit. No. And it's no. always worth it. The things that you are able to quote. Now, granted, there are things that I could quote that you would be like, what? Pardon-moi. <laughs> Pardonnez-moi. But sometimes the stuff you quote just really, like, I would not have pegged you for a phantom wow. person. I feel like I I radiate somebody who would thrive in that setting. In the orchestra of Phantom of the Opera on Broadway, the tired Phantom of the Opera that it is. <laughs> the dust everywhere. <laughs> the, oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. I wouldn't have pegged you for a phantom person, but I oh love that. Yeah, absolutely. Huge phantom that. head over here. <laughs> Back to Noah. So there are a total of 12,000 Noah personnel worldwide, and there are 6,773 Noah engineers and scientists. It's small. It's right? a small agency. Yeah. I mean, even like 20, that's almost 20,000 people. Like that's, that's a pretty small. Yeah. Considering... Yeah. Because they're the work they're things doing. that they do, the sh- and the ha- you know, and also they do ships and stuff. Like, there's a lot of people. I mean, that's not a it's lot of a people lot. for a lot of work. Yep. Okay, let's talk about the history of Noah. So, how she came to be what she is. So, obviously, this starts out in 1807 when President Thomas Jefferson founded the U.S. Coast and, oh my God, ge- geodetic? I think so. Geodetic? Okay. Geodetic. That would be my guess. And geodetic survey as a survey of the coast to provide nautical charts to the maritime community for safe passage into American ports and along our extensive coastline. So TJ was like, hey, give me a group of 10 people. I wanna. I want people to know where exactly they're supposed yeah. to be going when they're yeah. on this shit. A lot of shipwrecks, and I think if we just gave people some some guidance, they were trying through. to trade. It wasn't working out very you can't, well. You can't trade if you don't know where the ports are. Like, let's where get are the ports clear. Like, right. people are just docking anywhere. Let's get organized. Like port off the starboard side or not? I don't know right. what that means. But I like, couldn't where, tell you. I couldn't tell you what that means. But you know, they needed. To study it so that people who might know what that terminology could mean would be able to get to the coast of America. Right. Which we, we welcome all uh, visitors, obviously. The Weather Bureau was founded in 1870. And one year later, the U.S. Commission of Fish and Fisheries. Was <laughs> they were doing a lot of, I love this. <laughs> Hello, I am president of the U.S. Fish and Fisheries. <laughs> Come so on, and a weather bureau. I love that. I love oh that yeah, like, I feel I feel a breeze. It's Come going on. to rain. Mm, let's get a seal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay, continuing on. Individually, these organizations were America's first physical science agency. America's first agency dedicated specifically to atmospheric sciences and America's first conservation agency. And this is happening yes. in 1870. Look at pretty, us. We were pretty with us. We were like, ooh, what are the fish doing? What do the fish need? I want to know everything about the fish. I want to know fish. about the fish. I want to know about the weather. I want to know about mm-hmm. getting to the ports. I mean, like, this is all, mm-hmm. it's all great. It's all really great. Yeah. Yeah, they had interests. 
The cultures of scientific accuracy and precision, service to protect life and property, and stewardship of resources of these three agencies were brought together in 1970 with the establishment of NOAA, which is an agency within the Department of Commerce? Yes, which I can only... Like, I wonder if that is because of all of the, like, where are the ports situation and and the water. Yeah. Like, the water doesn't stay within... The- lines of state like yeah i suppose because they gotta like get onto the oceans and then we're at maritime law yeah that's my guess because the fish won't know that they're going from wisconsin to michigan they won't know that of course but it is interesting it's like we really do need like a cabinet position for science like a department for that would science, be great you know? i would love that that isn't headed by rick perry love him to death <laughs> the glasses did make the face <laughs> Perfect frame for his face. Perfect frame for his face. Not, not the moment. No, but it's like, because it's so crazy to me when you think of like most disasters that we think about are climate and weather related. You know, when we think about like storms and fires make up such a large part of our like, especially our nation's major tragedies yeah. per year that it's just curious that we don't. That the that like people who are supposed to be studying this are under the Department of Commerce. I'm yeah. like, let's get him out. Let's get I mean, him out. Yeah, because you there isn't another place where like you could maybe put them in the like the Department of the Interior, but then they can't go outside. Go outside to the coast. No, yeah. So it makes... I get. I mean, I see why they've put them in commerce. Like, I totally get that. But that's why I'm like, you guys, we need to get a different department. We need to we create. Need to, we need department. to restructure. We need to restructure. The department of Science. That's all I'm saying. That's that's my pitch. It's great. And then finally, Noah has celebrated its 50th anniversary as of 2020. Also, I was not, I know that 1970 to 2020 is in fact 50 years, but when you read 1970, I was like, oh my God, she's so, she's a baby. She's brand new. It was 50 years ago. She's 50. I mean, in the grant, well, when you, I mean, it's like, what's young, what's old? It's like in the scheme of America, it is one of the newer it is agencies yep. for sure. Yeah. So she is both old and young. Do you know which what I think, love? I think that just means that age is in is is all in context. It's a social construct. It is designed to make us feel bad about ourselves. That is true. That is mm-hmm. true. Mm-hmm. Says the woman who just dyed her gray hairs two days ago. Okay, I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to take a quick break for a little word from our sponsors. As a podcast network, our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you. But we also sell merch, and organizing that was made both possible and easy with Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell and grow at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. They have an all-in-one e-commerce platform and in-person POS system. So wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. 
With the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers. Shopify has allowed us to share something tangible with the podcast community we've built here, selling our beanies, sweatshirts, and mugs to fans of our shows without taking up too much time from all the other work we do to bring you even more great content. And it's not just us. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. Shopify is also the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash realm, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash R-E-A-L-M now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash realm. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores, and it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. So what does Noah do? I mean, we've talked like about like the, their basic mission and the things that they, the goals that they have. But conveniently, Noah has nine areas of focus. Oh my God. I They're love so, that they listed out they, their areas of focus. They did. And you can like go to each area of focus and they'll give you like lots of fun facts and like the departments that are like that focus on that specific thing so like like a true government organization there's noah and then under each focus there's like more like offshoot organizations that like Mm -hmm. focus specifically on that thing Mm -hmm. but i'm telling you i could go on about the noah website and eventually (laughs) somebody would just stop listening because they're like oh my god they're like oh my god just stop (laughs) stop with the website we get it we get it okay So nine areas of focus. The first one is weather. Love her. Sure. Sure. About one third of the U.S. economy, some three trillion, is sensitive to weather and climate. The National Weather Service provides weather, hydrologic, and climate forecasts and warnings for the United States, its territories, adjacent waters, and ocean areas for the protection of life and property and the enhancement of the national economy. They're telling us what's up. The National Weather Service is like, hey-o. Hurricane hey. coming. Please take cover. Take cover. Evacuate. Yeah. Or like your windows. We have to protect the crops. So let's. The crops. Wh- you know. Oh my God. The crops. The crops. <laughs> the crops. Serious danger. Each day, the National Weather Service collects about 6.3 billion observations. That's billion with a B. 
Mm-hmm. The Weather Service annually issues approximately 1.5 million forecasts and 50,000 warnings. I remember those. I remember the like, hey, the it's there's a tornado. Mm-hmm. Yep, I remember that. For about three dollars, which is about the cost of a specialty coffee drink, clearly outside of New York City. <laughs> no, are you kidding? That's like an eight dollar drink. Yeah. The National Weather Service provides each person in the United States with timely and accurate basic weather, water, and climate forecasts and information, as well as life-saving watches, warnings, watches and warnings when severe weather strikes for an entire year. With nearly 4,900 employees and 122 weather forecast offices, 13 river forecast centers, nine national centers, and other support offices around the country, the National Weather Service provides a national infrastructure to gather and process data. This is huge. It's a huge, huge. It's huge. It has to be huge. It's the whole, this is literally, pe- people only want to know what the weather's going to be. Yes. Like, that's what they want to know. Yeah. And that's because it. Because it takes what you're going to do. The, everybody thinks about it every single day. Yeah. Every single day, somebody has the thought, what's the weather outside? We all have the same thought. Yes. So, yeah. Get the get the 122 weather offices. Get the 13 river forecast centers. What do they What do they forecast? If it's gonna flow, like what's the? I think like they like monitor like maybe the banks of the river, how fast it's flowing, mm. and yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's focus area one is weather. Focus area two is climate, which is different. Climate different. is not weather. They're different things. They're not the same. They're not the same. Okay, so noaclimate.gov. Noah has a website called climate.gov. Great. Very simple. Straight to the point. Perfect. And they provide timely and authoritative information about climate. They promote public understanding of climate science and climate-related events through videos, stories, images, and data visualizations, which I fucking love. They're like, the people don't understand climate. Let's paint them a picture. Here's a picture of climate. How about an animated story? Would that help you? Great. Yes. They make common data products and services easy to access and use and provide tools and resources that help people make informed decisions about climate risks, vulnerabilities, and resilience. The National Centers for Environmental Information, known as NCEI, host and provide access to one of the most significant archives on Earth, with comprehensive oceanic, atmospheric, and geophysical data. From the depths of the ocean to the surface of the sun, and from million-year-old tree rings to near-real-time satellite images, the National Center for Environmental Information is the nation's leading authority for environmental information. So they're, like, gathering overtime data, mm-hmm. which is why they're talking about tree rings and data projections, because they're looking historically at how things yeah. have changed, not... The weather on any particular day, they're looking for large scale right. patterns and, and like making how is sure it that evolves. How has it evolved? And what do we think is going to happen? And they're making that information easily, more easily digestible to a general public that doesn't do science generally. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What I love that this is not the first, but now the second time they have said the phrase from the depths of the ocean to the surface of the sun, that has not gone unnoticed by no, me. And I, I love that they're it. bringing it back. I did clock it. I think they need bumper stickers. Like, I feel like, put that on a bumper sticker. <laughs> Noah, from the depths of the ocean to the surface of the sun. Great. So, Noah. you had me at hello, thunder. You had me at the depths of the ocean, honey. <laughs> Speaking of oceans. Yeah. <laughs> 
The next area of focus for them is oceans and coasts. So almost 40% of the country's population lives in coastal shoreline counties. These counties contribute $9 trillion to the U.S. economy. Climate change, sea level rise, more intense storms, and population growth are all challenges for our coastal communities. Not surprising at all there. No. The National Ocean Service helps decision makers find solutions. We are the nation's leader in observing, measuring, assessing, protecting, and managing coastal, ocean, and Great Lakes areas. I love when they say, we are this. Yeah. We're this thing. And they are not shy. They're like, uh-uh. this is the work we do. Praise us. Praise. Praise. The U.S. shoreline is more than 95,000 miles long. So mm-hmm. NOAA is area of focus is just keeping watch over those 95,000 miles of coastline. Yeah. Then the next area of focus is maybe my favorite, which is fisheries. Yeah. So their work is guided by two core mandates. Number one, to ensure the productivity and sustainability of fisheries and fishing communities through science-based decision-making and compliance with regulations. And number two, to recover and conserve protected resources, including whales, turtles, and, you guessed it, salmon. Oh, thank God. I, I appreciate the salmon. Not my favorite fish to eat, but I appreciate that they're being conserved and protected yeah well i mean we're eating the shit out of the salmon we gotta yeah gotta keep it together you guys we can't sort of overdo it here they have five regional offices six science centers and more than 20 laboratories around the united states and u.s territories lots of people looking out for the fish Mm -hmm. yeah you have to have you have to have all boots on the ground for the fisheries And then next uh, area of focus are (laughs) satellites. NOAA's first operational satellite in deep space called Discover orbits a million miles from Earth in order to provide early warnings of potentially harmful space weather. Yeah. Which is another thing we suddenly worry about now. Space weather. The NOAA Satellite and Information Service provides timely access to global environmental data from satellites and other sources to monitor and understand our dynamic Earth. Mm -hmm. 39,000 people worldwide have been saved by the Search and Rescue Satellite Aided Tracking System. I'm not going to say the acronym. Nope. When a distress signal is activated, NOAA satellites transmit the signal to ground stations around the world, alerting search and rescuers. So, okay. They're saving lives. They're saving lives. First responders, NOAA. An agency literally saving lives. Literally saving lives. Obsessed. Yeah. Obsessed. Yeah. Their next area of focus is research. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I feel like. Yeah. Let's. Keep a log. Yeah. Of Jot it down. To. Take notes. Jot it down. What are your notes on the situation? NOAA's Oceanic and Atmospheric Research, or as it's called, OAR, or NOAA Research, provides the research foundation for understanding the complex systems that support our planet. They're literally like, this is how Earth works. Here it is. Here's this the is manual. This is how she works. This is it. <laughs> this is it. 
working in partnership with other parts of NOAA, or, which is Oceanic Atmospheric Research, that's like a department within NOAA, enables better forecasts, earlier warnings for natural disasters, preach, and a greater understanding of the Earth. Their role is to provide unbiased science to better manage the environment nationally and globally. Yes, honey. I'm I'm loving it. This, I'm so this, bored with this. It's giving me life. I'm it's so giving happy. me life. I pay taxes and part of it goes to this. Yeah. In 2018, a federal investment in Sea Grant of $76.5 million resulted in $624 million in economic benefit, which is like... Oh. Okay, that's a return. That's a return on our investment. They spent yes. $76 million and they saw an economic benefit of $624 million. Like, great. Mm-hmm. That is, we are all investors. All investors in, our, all investors. in our great planet. Mm-hmm. The Sea Grant Network includes 34 programs at top universities in every U.S. coastal and Great Lakes state and territory. NOAA Sea Grant works to create and maintain healthy and resilient coastal communities ecosystems and economies through university-based research and constituent engagement so they're like they've like set up shop along the way and they're like you have this you know this university great you would like to let's work together we can figure this out yeah. I love that they want to maintain healthy and resilient coastal communities. I'm like, yes, health. Yes. Yes, resilience. Yes. Keep them alive. Where are Keep the fish? Are their homes okay? We need the uh-huh. fish to have homes. If they don't have healthy water, then we don't have fish. Yeah. It's like the bees. If we don't have bees, we don't have plants, we don't have crops, we don't have food. It all, yes, absolutely. So then their next area of focus is marine and aviation. Wait, marine and aviation? <laughs> yes. The seas and the skies. The seas and the sky. The seas and the sky. NOAA's Office of Marine and Aviation Operations administers the NOAA fleet of ships and aircrafts and trains divers to safely facilitate Earth observation. The Office of Marine and Aviation Operations, which is, the acronym is OMOW? OMO? OMOW? We're not O-mo. saying OMO! <laughs> We're not saying that. We're saying, even though it's longer, Office of Marine and Aviation Operations. Their mission is to safely deliver effective Earth observation ca- capabilities, integrate emerging technologies, and provide a specialized, flexible, and reliable team responsive to NOAA and the nation. Great. Good. They're like yes. doing the work. They're like, what's new in marining? What's new in aviation? Let's what's let's, new over here? What's new over, over there? Here. How does it help us let's understand dive. the earth? Let's let's take a deep dive. Let's take a... <laughs> I can't believe you just did that. Oh, so good. Oh, I'm here for it. That was good. So of just a few numbers to give you like an idea of the scope of what they're doing. The number of missions that NOAA's Hurricane Hunter aircraft and crews flew during the 2019 hurricane season, and that number is equivalent to more than 430 hours that these people spent flying into literal hurricanes. And mind you, it's not, hurricane season is not... 365 no. days of the year. Hurricane so season is, is short. only a few fall. months. She's yeah. short. She's short. And These she's in the fall. Are, and like, it's like every a day. Yeah. Like, oh, what's that? A hurricane? Oh, Saddle my gosh. Up. Florida again. Oh, oh my God. Get the chopper. Shoot us down. <laughs> oh, boy. More than 358,000 is the depth in feet that NOAA divers collectively descended in 2019, which is equivalent to swimming to the bottom of the Mariana Trench. The deepest part of the world's oceans, nearly ten times. It's no, so many times. 
I don't want to dive. And so many die. I don't want to dive. I don't like being in the air on airplanes, and I don't like. I don't want to be at the bottom of the ocean. So I don't want to be, be at extreme points. I want to be on land. Yeah, I can. I want to be for on you. land. I can see that. I'm a land-based gal. I would dive. I would dive. I would. I would not dive that far, sh- but only like far enough where I can come. If I needed to come back up, yeah. It wouldn't take too like I would be able to come back up to like get air. I like deep scuba diving. I'm like I don't know about no, that. No, because well, that, that that scares me because I would fuck that shit up because I wouldn't release sure. the pressure valves in the right way and then my head would explode and then it would just be a and mess. there we go and that's and there just we go. not what we need. Yeah. <laughs> okay, last two areas of focus. So the second to last one is charting. So NOAA's National Ocean Service provides products, tools, and services to ensure safe passage along our coastal water. So the mission that started us off, yes. honey. This is charting. Tommy J. This is Thomas this is Jefferson's TJ. This is TJ's baby. legacy. Yeah. The NOAA National Spatial Reference System, which is the official U.S. government source for precise latitude, longitude, and elevation measurements, provides more than $2.4 billion in potential annual benefits to the U.S. economy. Okay, go off. Yep. NOAA's Office of Coast Survey maintains the nation's nautical charts and publications for U.S. coasts and the Great Lakes, covering 95,000 miles of shoreline and 3.4 million square nautical miles of waters. That's insane. It's a lot. It's a lot to chart. It's really yep. a lot to chart. And then last but not least, the last area of focus are sanctuaries. Conserving coastal places provides economic benefits to local communities. These communities rely on dollars spent on activities such as recreation and tourism. NOAA works to conserve marine areas and preserve the economic benefits of these special places to local communities through its coastal management and place-based conservation programs. So they create conservation places for people to come and visit and spend their money to keep the local communities afloat. So local tourism, we know it, we love it. Mm -hmm. These include coastal zone management, the coastal and, ooh, estuarine? 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 Yeah, I think it's estuarine. Estuarine. It's it's an estuary. Yes. Estuarine, yes. Estuarine Land Conservation Program. The National, oh my gosh, (laughs) Estuarine Research Reserve System. National Marine Sanctuaries. And the Coral Reef Conservation Program. NOAA will continue to express the inherent value and national interest in conserving these special places for the American public. Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. The people want to see it. The people want to see it. They they want to see it preserved. They're interested in the coral reef. They are interested in the water animals. They like water to drink. We love water. We love water. We love knowing weather. We like learning about climate. They're doing so much, and they're so yeah. unsung. And I'm, you know, we're singing them now. They just really need a movie made about them. They need, they need a movie. They need the, like their own Apollo thirteen situation. Yes, not they the, need... not the tragedy of that, but just like no, the blockbuster. They need that movie. type of. They yes. need that type of um, what's it called? Exposure. Yes, earned media. Mm-hmm. Okay, 
So Lizzie usually does the fun facts, but I stole them. Honey, you do them. <laughs> Honey, you take them whenever you want. Facts. You want? Do you want to do the song too? <laughs> oh my god, I don't know if I can do it justice. Okay, we're we're you gonna try. It. Ready? You I do got your it. own. I do it. your own. Make it your own. You don't have to do mine. Oh, Whatever that's so much pressure. But now, but all I can hear is all I can hear in my head is you going fun facts, fun facts, fun facts, fun facts, fun facts. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah that was great. <laughs> It's not. It's not like it's. It's not like what I'm doing over here is opera. <laughs> I do love how 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 much you were like, God, am I gonna be able to do the three off key notes that Lizzie sings before fun facts? Fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. Fun facts. Beautiful. Thank you. A little aria. Lay them on me. Okay. Fun fact, Noah's products and services support economic vitality and affect more than one-third of America's gross domestic product, which I think we talked about at the top. But it yeah, bears reiterating. Yes, GDP. Yes. Come on. One-third? One-third? That's no, a lot. Show me something else that affects one-third of the GDP. Mm-hmm. Corn, maybe. We'll wait. Corn? We'll wait. Sure. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I never know what the crops are doing. <laughs> no, never. 2019 was the second warmest year on record. Oh, no. According to Noah. <laughs> so bad. It's so bad. Earth's global average surface temperature was 1.71 Fahrenheit above the 20th century average in 2019. Nine of the 10 warmest years on record have occurred since 2005. And really, it's not a fun fact, but it's a fact that we should know. It's a fact that I think at this point, it's like, we all know this. Let's yes. accept it. Yes. Let's accept it as being an actual thing, and let's make some let's make some changes. It I bears think. repeating as a fact. 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 Next one. Fact. Over the past fifteen years, from two thousand five to two thousand nineteen, there have been one hundred and fifty six separate billion dollar weather or climate related disasters in the United States that have cost a combined one point one six trillion in damages. That's so many. It's a lot of money. It's a lot so of money. Many. It's a lot of disasters, you guys. We and know this is happening. It's just so funny that those years also coincide with the warmest years that we've had. What What do you mean? It's just uh, so funny. It's almost yeah. like there's a correlation. I don't see a... Okay, okay. Lead your blinders <laughs> on. Walk about the world. <laughs> <laughs> this one I just always find hysterical because people like to be like, the cow farts are going to kill us. <laughs> so... <laughs> Methane is roughly 28 times more efficient at trapping heat in in the Earth's atmosphere compared to carbon dioxide, and current levels of methane in the atmosphere are higher than at any point in the past 2,000 years. The cows are farting. The cows are farting. (laughs) We're eating too many cows. (laughs) Oh, no. no. Get them on a grass-based diet, man. I know, seriously. Get them off the gluten. It's really done wonders for me. I know. No more dairy, please. No more dairy for you. And last fun fact, NOAA's Geostationary Operational Environmental Satellites, or GOES. (laughs) Okay, anything goes. (laughs) Anything goes. They orbit 22,300 miles above the equator at speeds that are equal to Earth's rotation, which means they maintain their position over one fixed location. They're just like hovering. Yeah, they're just like, I'll be right here if you need anything. going on hey you guys just checking in to see if anything's changed open we're rotating (laughs) okay i'll check you on the flip side
the best part about that was that we both in sync. We both did a physical did bit. Did a physical with it. orbit around our own center mm-hmm. of gravity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you sometimes know. when we record at night, it's either like a hit or it's a miss. And I feel like this is a hit. We're really oh, we're hitting. It we're hitting it, honey. We're hitting it because it's it's Earth Day, and we're talking about Noah, and this stuff's Fuck yeah. cool. Yep. But y'all, that's that's a little that's that's Noah. That's what she does, where she came from, how she yeah. helps us, why she's important. Yes. yes. Her contributions to Earth, our lives, yes. our economy. She big. Yes. She big. She, she bangs. bangs. She bangs. There it is. Okay. There it is. We oh have my God. to. So uh, that's this is the last episode we will ever record. <laughs> Because of that when moment. we both start singing Ricky Martin at the same time, yes, yeah, we of there's course, nowhere obviously. we can go. It's only down from here. Yeah, we've peaked. This yeah. is it. This is what we've been. This is what we've been striving for. We've we've flown too close to the sun now. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, guys, that is our episode. So just want to wish you another happy Earth Day. Please, you know, get recycle. outside, enjoy, and her. get outside, go for a walk. Go for a walk. Enjoy her. Respect her. She is our one true mother. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, we love you guys so, so much. And if you like what you heard, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Let's Get Civical. You can rate us. You can review us. You can subscribe to us. We love you so, so much. And we will see you next Wednesday. Goodbye. Goodbye.